Good day, mates, and good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 11th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Whether you're out in the bush, pulling a sickie and being a dough bludger, sitting around in your bathers or budgie smugglers and thinking about having a barbie for brekkie, or doing something else entirely different, thanks for joining us on this fine morning, arvo, evening, or night, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts... The one and only Brazilian Bogan Mountaineer, Lucas Ham. And also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novacell. Do you ever get like uh, a cut on your finger and you don't know where you got it from? You just look down and all of a sudden you're bleeding? Well, sometimes like, like, if they're right around your nail, they sting really bad. Yeah, you're like, oh man, do I need a band-aid? Because I haven't noticed me having a cut for like two hours. So I don't know. Do I just wash it off? or do I? Do and I- trying to give emotional support to Patrick Novosel, our resident renegade of few words but many laughs, Ronnie J. Hello. Yeah, those are bad, Pat. Those are horrible. I agree. <laughs> and last, and last, and last, but certainly not least, a guy with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, Mark Boucher. Hello to all our fans, except for the Australian ones. Goodbye. No, no way. They totally enjoyed that intro. How do you say hello in, they felt like, in Australian? Is it hello? Oi! Oi! G'day. Oi! Oh, g'day. There's lots of g'day. options. G'day. G'day. I like it. If if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If it's not, I'm not sure why you're here, but welcome back anyways. Before we begin <laughs> and get into things, as usual, it's time for a very short housekeeping uh, visit. Shout out to Australia, one of our top listening countries this week as mark alluded to perhaps they will not be listening again next week but i hope they enjoyed uh a little bit of uh the language that i tried to speak of theirs and uh using some of their uh you know whatever they're called genius i can only think of the portuguese word uh expressions that's the word so if you guys want to know what uh budgie smugglers are or if you're interested to know what brekkie is uh or a dole bludger feel free to ask anytime one of my favorite words is the bloke. Hi, bloke. Hey, we doing bloke? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. The the bludger isn't the, isn't it the, isn't that the thing from uh, from it's Harry like Potter? <clears throat> what bludger? Is it I think a, that's oh, a weapon. Yeah, I think it is called a bludger. I think that's a weapon that Irish guy from Gangs in New York carried. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. You bludger. You bludger. Believe that's uh, bludger, right on. Right? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> well, when I looked it up, Bludger was apparently a uh, lazy person or a person who uh, oh. likes to, who likes to, um, you know, be lazy. Be lazy, yeah. I mean, well, how many other ways is I don't feel like looking it up. So, <laughs> okay. too much of a Bludger to to figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, so anywho, uh, along with uh, our Australian friends, we're also wanting to give a shout out. To our two reviewers this week. What? Oh. That, that were me and Patrick. Two reviewers. <laughs> oh, you wrote one too? Nice. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to read them or anything like that. But hey, we got four reviews now. And once we hit five, something crazy or weird is going to happen. And I have no idea what it is yet. I feel like that's. One of you guys got to do I feel it. like that's so not fair. Out fast. <laughs> 
five. Who's up at five? I, I feel like know? that's really not fair. Uh, it's not fair. I think it's I think it's me. Me at five. Because Ronnie, you're at twenty. So we needed to oh, hurry right, it up. Right. Yeah. So Patrick's gonna I'm do something crazy. I'm saying it's not fair. It's just a wild and crazy <laughs> guy. Yes, he is. Nice. Yes. I'm saying it's not fair because y'all both wrote reviews for our own podcast. Yeah, but I waited exactly. ten episodes before I wrote a review. I made sure to get all the oh, information. Okay, so that makes it. You listen first. That's right. <laughs> that makes it all better. And I, okay. and also in my review, so. the title of my review is a very biased review. So <laughs> I was quite clear. Well, I'm glad you covered yourself. That's right. Thank you very much. I did. So. <laughs> That's all the housekeeping I had. So let's just jump right into the what's new news. Let's uh, gather around that old watering hole, watering cooler, get to chatting, talking about what's new in our lives, what's new in video games, sports, general media, all those fun things. So why don't we start with good old Mark Boucher? Tell us something good, brother. Uh, you, I feel like you're starting with the person that had probably the most boring week. My my mind was very uneventful. It's pretty much status quo. I mean, I did did do a few things like had date night with the wife, uh, but that's pretty much the usual. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. Oh Oh, no! (laughs) Well, feel free to make something up. No one else will know the difference. So she listens. He can't. (laughs) She doesn't really listen. But anyway. (laughs) <laughs> There's a chance, man. Uh, well, date night was at Chili's, um, which is always a good time. Yeah, it is. And yeah, usually date night consists of like going out to dinner and then like watching a television show or something like that. Um, like I think the big show that we're watching lately is uh, uh, DC's Titans, uh, which is on the. Um, the DC Universe streaming service that they just came out with not too long ago. Um, yeah, how is that? That show, that show is awesome. Really? Yeah. I I am very yeah I'm very happy with the show. Now, obviously they've they've leaned a little hard into the to the grim dark vibe. Um, not so much well not so much grim dark but like, you know there are f bombs dropped and stuff like that. Really? Um, yeah, like I'm I'm pretty sure like. One of the first lines from the episode, uh, the first episode, Robin says, F Batman. So, okay. wow. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Robin. So, yeah. Yeah. So, there's a little bit of language there. But the overall storyline, and, and other than the language, I think, honestly, um, Brenton Thwaites, who um, he do, he plays Robin on the show, I think he's probably the best Robin we've ever had live action. Which is not saying much because we've had him and Chris O'Donnell. Literally. Now wait, doesn't uh, so Gordon Levitt's Gordon Jr. What's his name? Gordon Levitt's Jr. He, he counts like a he little does, bit, doesn't he? He does not. He does not count. That was like some little side, like uh, what's the word, like sort of Easter egg thing. Like, oh, what's your middle name or your first name? Robin. That that's about it. <laughs> but in terms of of the actual like Dick Grayson character, there's. This guy, Brenton Thwaites, and Chris O'Donnell. So that's not saying oh, much. Oh, but... and the guy on the Adam West Batman. Oh, yeah, there's Burt Ward, too. But I feel like that's comparing apples mm-hmm. and oranges. 
because I feel like 66 Batman kind of stands out on its own. Now, um, um, did Robin... Is it is it the storyline where Robin becomes Nightwing, or is that a totally different character, different person? That's it. it seems to be that's where they're leading towards is is um, is him becoming Nightwing. Right now, he's um, the see the cool thing about this is that they're actually not taking the Netflix approach uh, where they just drop all the episodes and you binge it. They actually release it every Friday, uh, um, so it's a it's a new episode. So you have every to week. keep your subscription um, going. That's what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, basically. Yeah, mm. basically. But it's worth it to me. Um, because not only do you get to watch Titans, you get to watch like a whole bunch of other you know, <coughs> DC animated and live action stuff. It's just all part of the service. Um, so, yeah. Like Batman the Animated Series, like the high definition version, like the entire series is on there. Um all the all the old like you know batman batman returns all those kind of movies the superman movies are on there by the way interesting um hmm. yeah isn't it ronnie interesting <laughs> yes 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 it is but um but in any case um i'm really enjoying the show so far it's been good to see the this this sort of take on on the titans on teen titans and and sort of unraveling the backstory obviously i love all the sort of nods to like the batman universe and stuff like that i'm not going to spoil it is but batman in plenty this of show? nods there yes and no um is he's a he, he will probably he's, take... he's alluded to or yeah is he basically actually... okay okay there's a ghost there are things he's about batman that are that are alluded to they're not afraid to say bruce or bruce wayne or batman specifically um and there are certain aspects of Batman's, like his, uh, his the villains that he's involved with. Like I'm pretty sure they name dropped Joker at one point. Um, and there is a a certain vehicle that you happen to catch sight of. So in this show is it's called Teen Titans. Are all of these heroes in like teenagers? Is that what is that what this is? It's it's just called Titans. Um, oh, it's Titans. Okay, yeah. So, but it's the live action version of Teen Titans, right? Correct, but they're not all not all necessarily teenagers. Um, right, that's why it's just Titans. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, like Robin. Okay. Robin is old enough to where he is. He is a cop on this show. Um, He's actually an established detective, like police detective. So he's certainly not a teenager. Um, and like Starfire is older. Um, who else is there? Uh, I think Raven, honestly, is the only one that's kind of in her teens. She's like 13 or 14 years old. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a great story so far, and it's great to see them allude to all the different you know types of dc lore that's there i'm i'm like i said i'm personally enjoying it so I w- how many episodes have there been so far uh they've released six um the i think the total is 11 um, okay so yeah they're just just at the halfway point um are these like 42 minute long episodes it's like 45 minutes to an hour something like that yeah okay all right 
I wonder I wonder if there's like a free trial going on. I might wait until there's like 10 episodes in and do a free trial or something like that. There is a 7-day free trial, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but in my opinion, it is it is worth it to watch. Um you know, do they take some liberties with the backstories of the characters? Yeah. Pretty much every show does in some way shape or form. Even Marvel takes liberties on on the different characters their backstories are not you know one-to-one but in any case um, that's fine yeah but i i'm very much enjoying it so we watched that on friday night and then uh of course we did the lacaretta thing on on saturday um with uh, the in-laws and then sunday uh for uh my youth group i actually brought my ps4 and we played some fibbage with the youth group which is a jackbox game so nice. that was awesome they always enjoy that um so that was a great time and then of course tonight actually i came from Chili's again with my in-laws this time um uh, that's pretty much our thing is is going out to eat uh, that's our quality time a lot of times. So, um, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I got to hang out with the fam uh, for a little bit. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty much my week um, in terms of gaming. I think the only the only gaming I really did was was some Black Ops Four. Um, I think with Pat and with Eric, uh, another buddy of ours. Um, which was which is always a good time. Um, I really need to work on. I've really noticed this about myself. I've been really bad about finishing games. I've been good about starting them, but not finishing them. I haven't finished Spider-Man. I haven't finished God of War. I haven't finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, I'm trying to think what else I haven't finished. But there's yeah, there's several games that I just haven't haven't finished yet. Okay. All right, number one, finish Spider-Man. Yep. Just play that only. Play that only and finish Spider-Man because that Spider-Man story is awesome. I think I'm about halfway through the, the main story. I've done a lot All of right, the side that's, stuff. That's when it starts to ramp up. Yes, play that. Mark, what do you think is... Uh... What do you what do you think's at the root of your not finishing games? Is this unusual for you or have you always kind of just kind of It's been gone with however you felt or you know I th- gone with the flow or whatever? I think it's been just the just my work schedule and the fact that like when I get home I kinda just wanna chill out and like watch T V. Like a lot of times I watch other people play video games and don't play a lot of video games myself. Like I put a lot mm. of Twitch on and i'll watch that for a while and just chill out um i think actually i tweeted um that i like to watch bob ross on occasion just because i watched that last week yeah just because he's so chill it was so relaxing yeah. i could not believe how relaxed i was after i watched that but um yeah i just for some reason i have to be in like a certain mood or i just have to force myself like, listen, you need to play some of this. So, which, I mean, I have fun when I play it. I just have to force myself over that hump. Mm-hmm. So, but that's pretty much my week. Patrick, how was your week, sir? My week? 
So I didn't like like you didn't really do much uh, on Saturday though. My, me and my family we put up our Christmas decorations. Now we like to do that the week before Thanksgiving because at, right after Thanksgiving, once that holiday season hits, you know we always have stuff going on, on the weekends with family coming in town, get-togethers, dinners, cousins coming in from all over, uh, my brothers coming in from Denver, so. We want to, We usually try to get that out of the way before all that holiday stuff comes in. So we put up our Christmas decorations. We put up our tree. Um, I didn't put up our lights because uh, I don't put up our lights outside because some of the strands that we put on our tree no longer worked. So we had to oh, use the bad. lights from the outside to <laughs> put up uh, on our tree. So we don't really have any light. We have like uh, lights for the bushes, but not lights for the house. So we need to go out. Melody's and get those. like, he's like, Patrick, these lights on this tree are so bright. Why are they so bright? Uh, yeah, they might be outside light. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Just uh, go with it, okay? Yeah. So, Here, just put uh, these shades so on. That, right? Yeah. <laughs> it lights up the entire house. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, so we did that, and then after we got done with that, I took uh, the kids out uh, with my brother and his two kids to the park. It was like 50 degrees on Saturday. It was amazing. Uh, so we went to the park, and then on our way to the park, we saw that there was a train show right down the street. Uh, so we went to that right after the park. And Clark was really enthralled because these guys, this it's like a like a group of like older gentlemen who get together and they just like make trains. They make sets. They all collect all their trains. So it was a pretty big train uh, train set. So that was that was really neat. I mean, it was it was all like. Looked like it was all from like the 40s and 50s. So you got all the 50s and 40s kind of cars. Uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of old buildings like McDonald's and and steel mills and, and and things like that. So that was really cool to see. They had like three trains going around the entire track. So the the kids really like like that. Um, Mark, that. Mark, tell your dog to shut what? his face. <laughs> Cisco. Cisco, Cisco, shut it! I can't. My <laughs> wife is coming in the door, so there's only so much I can do about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to. You need to be like I'm the alpha, Cisco. Keep it down now. Well, I was trying to not acknowledge it and and yell at my dog. Oh, that's but... no. That's that's no. You, that's part of the experience, my friend. You need to draw <laughs> people into your lives. Draw okay, them. way well, funnier. If you fine. Did that Here we go. Cisco, shut up. <laughs> There you go. Yes. Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> Ma! <laughs> Tina, eat your food. <laughs> Continue, Patrick. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh, on the gaming front, been playing a lot of Red Dead. Uh, I played some Overwatch, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, as far as the news, I got three news stories for you guys. Count them. They're, they're either real news or fake news, and you got to figure them out. Ooh, you're gonna. Quiz. Wait a minute. How, do we know how many are real and how many are fake? You do you not. Said it. You got to determine. Out of the three, we're guessing maybe. yes or no. Yes, right. yes, it is fake news or real news. So first one, Frankie Muniz. He is the one of the stars from Malcolm in the Middle. So his house fake news. was destroyed no, by water. Because while he was out of town for three days, his cat had turned on the faucet and it ran for three days, destroying almost his entire house. 
That's so true. It's too many details. That's true news. Just just That's wait for the name. other options though. Is that well, is that real news or fake news? Oh, we need to no, give the answer now. Okay. Yeah, sure, right now. Yeah, right. this It's fake news. Come I'm going to go through Oh, everybody went at the same time. I'm going with real news. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Ronnie. That is real news. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> one for one, Ronnie. That's batting a thousand. I think I'm going to retire now. I'm good. Get out of here, Mark. This is an elimination round. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll sit back. All right. No problem. <laughs> Second news story. Earlier today, Microsoft announced that it will also be removing itself from the E3 2019 in favor of doing their own annual conference. XO18 did so well this past year that they will be doing two of them next year, one in the spring and one in the fall. That's fake news. Fake news. Hmm. I'm going with real news also. That is fake news. In fact, they did did the exact opposite of that. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) nope, well, we're going to have some good stuff at E3 this year. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty much going to own E3 next year, for sure, since Sony's not doing it. Oh, yeah, because that's fair, them owning E3 next year. It's like them against the high school team. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, all, I mean that's, that's only good for Microsoft. Was that yet, was that yet another shot party. at Nintendo? They're like the last ones to jump off the Titanic. We win. We win. We were the last ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And the last one, John Cryer. He's from... Two and a half men alongside Charlie Sheen. Men, 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 men. He's men. been cast as the next Lex Luthor. That is real news. Real news. It is real news. Now, I saw this and I was ever. like, Mark sounded so John sure Cryer, I was going. John Cryer, to me, does not look like he'd be a Lex Luthor. Looks like he'd be more like a Jimmy Olsen than a Lex Luthor. So I, <laughs> I looked at it a little further and I found out that he was actually Lex Luthor's nephew in Superman 4. The Superman 4 Which movie is probably that the, no one watched. I was going to say the least liked of the Superman movies. Yeah, I definitely did not watch that. Oh, man. See, here's the funny thing. I think John Cryer is more of a Lex Luthor than Jesse Eisenberg was. <laughs> Just saying. Agreed. Real news. <laughs> real news. Yeah, real but I think news. I think you would have never picked Heath Ledger to be the Joker either. It's true. It's true. True. And he was incredible. True. I always go back to that argument. It was. Anytime. Yep. So that's it for real news or fake news. Nice. <laughs> Ronnie, how was your week? I am up. Uh, my week was good. Uh, you guys are never going to guess what I did this week. Not watch you Superman? Superman? You watched Superman. Mm, I did not watch Superman. Called it! Uh, <laughs> Dang it! Should have followed my guy. Uh, no, the correct answer was, what is a volleyball tournament? <laughs> yeah, never would have guessed. You're right. Oh, wow. That was that came out of left field. I yeah, see that so, so I did. It's the I, wrong haven't, game. Uh, I haven't played Lucas. back-to-back tournaments in a while, and my body yeah, oh, is right. crying. But this tournament was a lot different than the last one. It was you sign up as an individual and you randomly play seven matches with like computer generated teams. So basically you get placed on a random team every single time for seven games. And the person that comes out with the most points for their teams, like the top eight people were in the money. 
So Cisco again. basically, Cisco, <laughs> shut up! He's <laughs> getting out of control. His alarm's gonna go off any second. Too. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Take your medicine, Mark. Take your medicine. <laughs> so, anyways, this volleyball tournament, uh, I only lost once by only two points. So I was like, all right, I got a pretty decent shot at this. The top eight place. I don't know how many players there were. There were probably fifty at least. Um, so I was like, all right, top eight, like I got this. And I finished ninth. <laughs> oh. Just out of the money. Oh. But uh it was it was really fun. Like I played with a ton of people that, you know, normally I wouldn't play with, you know, people you don't know. You go out there and you start talking to new people. It was really just a, a cool tournament because everybody's out there playing with people they've never played with before. And uh I thought initially when I read about it, I was like, eh, I don't know if I would like that or not, but like we went down there with a group of friends and stuff. It was it was a really good time. Um, but other than that, my week was fairly boring, pretty normal. The uh, one thing that I did uh, is went out and bought a Christmas tree this weekend. Nice. Ooh, I know. Nice. So a, I, a real one or a I, fake one? I did. I did buy a fake one, uh, pre-lit also. Oh, those I, are the I best. Like, Easy. I love those. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. It, yeah, it was awesome. Um, no, the pine needle thing with the real tree, that uh, sounds awful. No. Uh, but I will tell you, there's like, there is glitter like everywhere. Cause apparently this tree also had like a little bit of glitter on it. Oh, and it's that's, just absolutely everywhere. That's even what? worse. It's like just, sorry. It's like just sprinkled in, I guess. I don't know. You bought a glitter tree, right? <laughs> pretty much. Dude, pretty much did. Come on. Yep. I'm going to tell you though, it looks really adult now that it's up. I mean, it looks like a real human being. It looks being really adult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are going to be impressed. I can tell you that. Fake news. Uh, But I went out, did that, which is uh, hold on, no, no, we need to go back to this glitter tree. (laughs) Glitter tree. How did you accidentally buy a glitter tree, or was that intentional? Yeah, did you recognize it had glitter on it? No, so it's one of those trees. It's like a pine tree, but on the end, it's on the ends, it's like a little bit brown, so it looks like a pine tree in the forest. Oh, okay, yeah, interesting. And then, so I think that stuff was glitter pine trees. I guess it was all glittery. I don't know. The old brown glitter. There's no glitter left on the tree. It's, it's all like what comes floor. out of a unicorn's butt. That's pretty much right. That's, that was the brand, That's actually. A unicorn tree. Nice. Unicorn Even butt better. tree, my favorite. <laughs> uh, but I did that, um, which is which is nice. Like I, I only had one Christmas decoration basically in my whole house. So I decided, I guess it's time to get a Christmas tree. So nice. I got it all set up nice in the window in the front. So you turn it on at night. Like It looks really cool. All right. Uh, I can. Cool. It's got like eight different settings for the lights. I mean, this thing is like a disco ball. Like it's pretty sweet. So when you're dancing in your underwear, you, uh, you yeah, you just turn that. You just change the light. You know. The yeah, light it depends on what song. To I mean, match what song you're on, doing. It depends on the genre of music. I mean, of you never know. Yeah. Heavy metal is just like just flashing nonstop. <laughs> all these neon colors. <laughs> uh, but other than that, my week was pretty boring. Um, I did not get around to watching Superman. This is you're this killing is true. me, man. This is the fifth week. Thirty thirty percent now, right? Are we up to thirty percent? Was it yeah, twenty five or thirty? I mean, I didn't agree to go up one time every week. I don't think you don't have a I'm choice. Sure you, don't, you don't have exactly. I'm with Mark. You don't have a choice. You bought <laughs> glitter tree. You bought a unicorn, a unicorn I'm, anal anal dust tree. It's I am I am. Uh, I am posting this beautiful tree in the Discord channel, so you guys Do can it. be you can, so you guys can all be like, oh, that, that does look pretty good. That does look yeah. nice. I can see it now. My show notes for the week will be the guys talk about anal dust, 
<laughs> yep. It's like, what is this? Oh gosh, that would be awful. <laughs> and then a, a disclosure that says, "Do not Google anal dust." <laughs> Nor Never. unicorn anal dust for that matter. <laughs> That's a lot safer. It sounds like the unicorn part. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, no. Bought a tree. Um, yeah. Played a volleyball tournament. Didn't watch Superman. Played a lot of Red Dead Redemption because uh, I have a serious problem. I got on. I got on that game for two hours last night. And I didn't do a single thing except for get a new horse. And I was only trying to do that for like I don't know five or ten minutes. <laughs> I mean, they just. <laughs> You just can't, I don't know, you just can't do anything. You, you just end up getting like a ton of missions and then you got stuff all over your map. You don't know which one to go to. So you're just going, you're just, you know, you're just riding around for an hour and a half and that's about it. That's all I've been doing. How about you, Lucas? Sounds magical. It's been pretty great, actually. Well, we, we have one thing going on for us. I don't know if Mark, Mark didn't divulge it. I mean, I imagine he didn't set up for Christmas. Um... Mark, did you set up for Christmas this week? When do you usually set up for Christmas? I'm curious. I I usually wait till after Thanksgiving. I like to give Thanksgiving its due, and then I go into Christmas stuff. Um, Amen. I I used to be hardcore like you, and then I moved to Brazil, and like there's nothing in Brazil that indicates Christmas is coming. Like there's sad. no snow, there's no. Uh, there's no Christmas music on the radio. There are no decorations anywhere. Nobody does anything to indicate that Christmas is coming. And so each year, we're like, we got to put up our decorations earlier. Like, I actually, November 1st, I remember telling my wife this year, I was like, let's just put our decorations up. But so much stuff was happening, we ended up not doing it. Mm. Um, but we did it today. Nice. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm trying to hold off. There have been so many temptations that have pushed me into the the possibility of doing it early but so far we have not we have held off but what i would love to get and they're just so expensive though is the um if you've ever heard of a flocked tree do you know what that is i think so you have to remind me what that is okay so basically um you can do this like you can buy it already done or you can actually with a real tree you can have it done Basically, they make it look like there's snow on the tree. That's called flocking. Okay. Yep. That's what I. That's what I had thought. But yeah. I would love I one of those, but they're always like so much more expensive than like a normal tree. I mean, we have a Christmas tree already, but I would love one of those in my in my living room. But, anyways, nope. Have not decorated. Fair enough. My grandma used to set up a uh, uh, a white tree. But it did not look like it was like a tree covered in snow. It was just literally a white tree, like it was albino, and uh, it had a pigmentation <laughs> pigmentation problem. So nice. Uh, I never, I never was a big fan fan of the flocked because it made it seem a little artificial. Because it's never going to snow in my house, so why in the world would the tree in my house have the snow? But no offense to those who want to do the flocked tree. I think it's cool and it looks nice. Good point. Um, Good point. Yeah, we still value you guys as a listener. <laughs> you what? I said we still value those people as a listener who like the of flock Of course, tree. yeah. If you if you dig the flock trees, hey, send us your pictures. We'd love to see a good flock tree. Uh, it, please I'm please sure. write us a review as well. A good one. Yeah. We need number five so that uh, Patrick does something crazy and silly. Shaving his head. Yes. No, better yet, shaving the middle of his head only and leaving the rest <laughs> of his head. <laughs> I think you shave Hulk everything Hogan except for his mustache. 
<laughs> I did that last year for No Shave November. I just did everything except my mustache. Mm. You left it. Nice. nice. So uh, back to Christmas decorations. So we set up our Christmas decorations actually today. And uh, we got the old tree out. It's a very small. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. And it's a cute little self. It's a very small Christmas tree. When we moved to Brazil, we did not bring many of our Christmas decorations. And we definitely did not bring our pre-lit or pre... Is that what you call it? What do you call it when the lights are in it already? Pre-lit. Pre-lit. Yeah, yeah what I said. I guess I was right. Uh, you can just edit out where I said it wrong, right? Or leave it in. Patrick? Nope. Nope. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Love you too. Uh, so we, we just left our pre-lit tree back in the U.S. and we found... Uh, a decently priced tree here in Brazil. There aren't really many options, but uh, we went with it. And uh, we got out our decorations. We got out our lights. I plugged the lights in, and none of them lit up. I'm like, uh, <laughs> here we go. And I started jiggling the lights around, and half of them lit up. And then I literally took out each light and switched it with a light that worked in every single one. And I still only ended up with half a strand of lights. So I went oh, with geez. it. And I just, I kind of like... I got, I guess, semi-creative, and I shoved the lights towards the inside of the tree so that I could get more distance covered. And so smart. we have a lit tree. It's got ornaments on it. And, uh, yeah, went with it. So we had our Christmas decorating today. That was a good time. And uh, this past week, I was at a missionary conference, missionary uh, orientation and training conference, which was really cool. I got to meet, uh, like, 25, 30 people that all want to be missionaries either in or outside of Brazil, and got to be a part of kind of like a, a mission team to help uh, train them and certify them and, and kind of continue them in the process of becoming missionaries. So that was really awesome. It was like a four-day thing. Went with the entire family, my in-laws, my wife, and kids, and we were all there together hanging out, and um, it was really good. Then after that, uh, we visited some friends in a, a nearby city. And we had ourselves a bobby, shrimp on the bobby. Actually, we didn't have any shrimp, but we did have a bobby. Uh, here they call barbecue a shuhasco. And let me tell you folks that Brazilians know how to cook on the barbecue. On the Not only, That's right. Not only do they, they do the, the finest form of firing up the grill, as in they only use charcoal, they never use gas, um, but they they don't use very many seasonings. They just salt, uh, you know, salt the the steak, the meat, um, and it is it is scrumptiousumptious. It is just so good and tasty. So uh, we had ourselves a good old barbecue on Saturday, yeah, sometime during the weekend, and then yesterday we returned home, and then today, like I said, we set up Christmas stuff. Did a little reading with my with my son and uh, he's five years old and so it's it's really fun I don't know if you've noticed this Patrick with your kids but with my kids uh, my my younger child my son he's learning stuff faster because of my older daughter who's kind of like oh yeah sure definitely giving him like a like I want to be I don't know if I want to beat you or I want to I want to be right there with you or whatever but he's reading a lot faster than she ever did and uh, it's really cool to see and experience so yeah nice yeah but yeah on the gaming front i i didn't do a lot of the classic nintendo challenge this week i slowed down a little bit 
Um, but I did beat a couple levels in the Nintendo Dark Souls of Ghosts and Goblins. And man, that game is hard. It is so hard. Mm-hmm. I played a level today. I played a level today where it was just endless amounts of gargoyle creatures that have a weird name like Aremar or something. I don't know, like a red Aremar. But anyways, they're like each in the when I first started the game, there was one in the first level, and it took most of my like time trying to get past it. And then in this third level, there were easily five of them, and it just kept. They just kept coming at me. And then I got to the end of the level, and I got attacked by this very large dragon. And you would know, you know, throw your 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 knives or your javelins or whatever at it. And it would slowly dissolve its tail until all there was left was his head floating around everywhere. And I'm just throwing my javelins at this head. And I have like... Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That seems realistic. <laughs> and I'm trying to kill this dragon, and it won't die. Like, I keep... I have like a minute and a half, almost a minute, and that's a long time for the level because the level, I think they give you like four minutes to get through the level. And so I got to the dragon with like a minute and a half, and I used up all my time trying to kill it, and I thought it had glitched out, so I restarted to earlier in the level to where I still had a minute and a half, but I got a different kind of weapon, and I beat him in like five seconds. And so it was really weird. (laughs) I'd spent all that time using my... And I think maybe it was partly because I was using my... Like you have the javelin is like your basic weapon, and then you can pick up like knives or pick up fireballs or something to to fight with. And so I learned my lesson there. But in uh, in playing this classic Nintendo challenge, I've realized after these last seven eight games that I've been playing that I really miss modern games. Like I'm still you know playing through Rayman Legends. I'm about a week and a half away from the platinum. I'm so close, I can smell it. Yes, so close. I just have to do those daily challenges and get gold trophies. But I'm like a week and a half from that. Today I actually got uh, a platinum in a really popular game that's really well known called Psychopaths Mandatory Happiness. You've heard it, right? Ronnie, you've played it like three times at least. Yep. Liar. (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't. I've never heard that (laughs) name. It is such a real name. Uh, I was playing it on the Vita and it's just a graphic novel that you play through and you pick options and uh, I don't even know what the story was. I just played through it for the platinum and would play it like on the side because I didn't have to think much. I just got myself a little this is those good old digital trophies. But outside of that, I haven't done a lot of whole a whole lot of modern gaming, um, and I really wanted to play Spider Man. And so I'm thinking that about every ten games that I play on the Nintendo Classics, I'm gonna have to take a break. And so I think. After I beat Ghosts and Goblins and play another game or two, I'm gonna jump on that old Spider-Man and uh, see if nice. see 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 what it's like to play modern games again. Um, also, I've been reading a lot about Fallout 76, and I have got to find a way to get that game because uh, I just found out today that my my town is actually in the game, and that's so cool. Oh, nice. Uh, Interesting. Cool. Yeah, someone was. I was reading an article and it mentioned the Grafton monster. And I'm like, the Grafton monster? I'm from Grafton. I wonder if that, like, because I'd never heard growing up in Grafton, West Virginia, I'd never heard about the Grafton monster. So I looked it up and sure enough, there's some legend in, uh, in my old town where there's this monster just called the Grafton monster. So original, right? And, uh, it, it goes up and down the river in, uh, in my town and attacks people and it's big and scary and all that jazz but 
it just got me looking into it. And then uh, Arctic Warlock said earlier today that he actually did a mission from Grafton uh, the other day. So I'm hoping either, I don't know, find some way to get it by the end of the year, but I'd love to play it maybe someday. They, sh- they should have called you up. You could have cameoed in the game. I should have. That would have been sweet. Well, good luck because the reviews on it are not good. Yeah, I'd heard nope. that. Nope, it's they are not. <laughs> sad day. Well, it's definitely not West Virginia's fault, so I don't know what Bethesda's up to, but they need to pull it together. You know, and with this, uh, with this, just this missing of modern games, I feel like, Mark, you have maybe some modern gaming news for me, or for us, for that matter, that you could share with us. A little bit. A little bit of modern news for you. I need modern a, I need a fix, so why don't, you, why don't you share it with me so I feel a little more in touch with current gaming. Well, here comes your fix. Um, so, uh, last week uh, they actually went ahead and announced the nominees for the gaming game awards. Excuse me, uh, that happen every year. Um, Jeff Keeley, who's the host of that, uh, he's been doing a great job just making the game awards better and better and better every year. Uh, so I'm pretty excited to to watch it this year. It is on December sixth. And, and so they made some announcements for the nominees. Um, I'm going to go through just a couple of categories here because I'm not going to go through all the categories. But um, let, I'm going to see which ones you guys would pick out of out of the group. Um, Ooh, we, got, so, we should make so, some predictions. That'd be fun. There you go. There you go. Okay. So the first one's the big one. Game of the year. Um so the nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption Two. So Lucas, who do you who do you pick? Well, I'm gonna go based off of Buzz and what I've observed because I haven't played most of those games other than like Spider-Man for one or two missions. So my <laughs> My guess is very limited, but I'm going to go with God of War. Okay. Patrick, yeah, I think God of War Yeah, I think God of War is going to take it. Okay. Mm, I think it's, up, gonna go it's with... between Spider-Man, Red, Redem- Red Dead Redemption, and uh, God of War is like the big AAA games. Um, I think I think God of War is going to take it. Okay. Ronnie, how about I you? Will take Re- I will take Red Dead Redemption since I'm currently caught up in that world. Nice. Very nice. Uh, honestly, with the the limited amount I've played of Spider Man and God of War, they're both great games. But honestly, I I think Red Dead's gonna take it. Um, Split and decision. And, yeah, and I think I think that's just because of just how huge the game is and how much you can do in the game. Um, God of War is be- is a beautiful game and it's got a from what I played of it so far, I got a great story, uh, but it's 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 somewhat linear in its story, and I think uh, with just how how much more hyped Red Dead has been, um, I, I think it might take it. I, I could be wrong. I mean, if God of, God of War takes it, not not surprised at all because it's it's definitely warranted. Yeah, I think with God um, of War, the the for me, it, I lean more towards it than the others because it just seemed to reinvent itself, like. So many people were thinking, ah, oh, it's just another God of War. 
I know a lot of people were not, you know, in the media and all that were not excited about it. And it just blew people away, you know, um, with Spider-Man sure. and with Red Dead, there was hype galore. And I, and I think for the most part, both games met the hype for people, but God of War just had that, yeah. that element that just came out of left field, reinvented itself. And I think that will sure. maybe edge it out. It's my expert opinion. There you go. I'll take it. All right. So best ongoing game. And uh, Ronnie, I don't, I don't know if you'll be able to provide any, because I don't <clears> know if you've played any of these games or not. Um, but uh, Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Uh, Fortnite. No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So, Lucas, who do you pick? Uh, my first gut reaction is Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Fortnite is just too big, still too big of an ongoing game. It took over yeah. PUBG to to lose that. Yeah, it took over PUBG, yeah. and I mean, it had Thanos. What else can we say about it? I don't know. True. I actually haven't played it myself, so confession, I have not played it. I've only played it like four, four or five times with Mark. Yeah. And it wasn't a game for me, but I, but with it being free, um, the barrier to entry is so, so low because as long as you have a console or a phone or a PC, you'll be able to play this game. I mean, on pretty much anything. Uh, yep, absolutely. And what they've done with it, I mean, yeah, you talked about Thanos. They've added all 32 NFL teams into the oh, game. Yeah, I forgot about They've that. added a, a, a playground, I think a playground mode where you can just, yep. you don't have to be in a, the Battle Royale one versus 100 thing. You just get in there and play around. Uh, so, and, and, it, and it's suitable for any age. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, it's, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to take it. Ronnie, do you have any insight? <clears throat> No, actually, I've heard a lot of really good things. I have a buddy that plays Destiny Two all the time, okay. um, and he—I know he's a like a larger part of like this community, and these guys go on these raids and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I, that's really the only one I've—I've I've heard about. I've heard a lot about Fortnite. Like, it's actually uh, a game. A lot of NFL players will be playing like in their locker rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it seems to have a little more hype than everything else. Good point. Absolutely, man. Um. I'm a little biased towards Overwatch. I would want that to win. However, I would have to go. I would have to go Fortnite just because of the scope of it. Um, it's it's accessible for people of basically all ages. Um, and and Patrick had a great point in the fact that it's a free to play game on every platform. Um, and I mean, if you if you choose to, you can you can buy into it a little bit and and get some awesome extra stuff but basically the game is free to play um and it's just it's just this behemoth of a game uh that has taken over a lot of uh pop culture so yeah i'm probably it's probably gonna be fortnite um and then one more let's do uh best art direction so it's up between assassin's creed odyssey God of War. Here's the weird one. Octopath Traveler. Red Dead Redemption 2. Or here's the even weirder one. I've never even heard of this. Return of Oberdin. I have never even heard of that game. So, 
I'm gonna go with Patrick. What's your uh, what's your pick? What is the definition of art direction? What does that mean? Bas- I don't know what that means. Basically, in terms of the the scope of the design of the game, you know, the landscapes, uh, the characters. What what do you think has the most um, beautiful or intriguing art out of those games? Madden nineteen. <laughs> Aren't those basically <laughs> just like reskins every year? Oh, man, <laughs> no, it's like it's like so. It nice. does seem. It seems like they really like soup it up every single year. It's like you're like, wow, this is so much better. It's like Bob Ross. Bob Ross came in with sweat like, coming off their pores. Let's put some happy little turf here. Let's just uh, make this happy little turf right here. Isn't that nice? That's a nice happy little turf, isn't it? I love it. It's, it's only happy cool mistakes in football, <laughs> or happy accidents, or whatever. Um, no, I don't. I don't know who. I don't know who's gonna win that one. Honestly, battle for Oberdeen. Yes, let's that go one. for the underdog. Battle of Oberdeen for the win. It's 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 return of Oberdeen. That's what we said. Edit it out. Okay, Patrick, you can change it. Just edit it. <laughs> edit it out. Switch it out. Nope. nope. All right. Thanks. No editing this best. week. Just going up like oh, this. Fantastic. I'm, oh, uh... train wreck. <laughs> Flaming train wreck. I'm gonna go. Wow. I'm going to go Red Dead 2 with this one. <laughs> Ronnie, you got one? You know, I I remember seeing, like, uh, I didn't play God of War, but I remember seeing, like, the clips from, like, the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And, man, that game looks incredible. Um, like, playing Red Dead Redemption 2, like, it is actually, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Like, the views and stuff you could find. But um, I'd maybe go with God of War on that. All right. Okay. All right. Actually. Got it. Oberdeen's, well, Oberdeen's got the majority. You'll have to... <laughs> Let's see if the underdog gets it. Yeah. I'm going to laugh if it wins. Um, but yeah, you'll have to find out by watching on December 6th. How do you watch? Is that anywhere? Like Twitch or what is that? Uh, you can watch it on Twitch for sure. Um, I'd have to look. They used to stream it on like, um, what is it? Spike TV or whatever. Does that, uh, does that still exist? Spike. Spike TV? Spike. Oh. Yeah. Or or is it... I can't remember what it's called now. The the bro channel, basically. The bro channel. Um, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it'll they'll probably have it on YouTube. Um, pretty much anywhere you can stream online, basically. Right. Okay. Have you guys watched that before? Ronnie, I already know your answer, so you don't have to answer. Yes, I have. And it's usually pretty good. It's gotten better every year. But Patrick, how about you? Oh yeah, I watch that every year. I make it a big thing about it. I think it was it was last year or two years ago, uh Chris McCracken was streamed it while he was watching it. I think that's mm-hmm. what he was doing. Yeah, and I watched it with him. He was streaming it online, we were in the in the chat doing all that stuff. So, so yeah, I watch it every nice. year. They'll probably do it again this year. Well, I hope so. Very nice. You know what? Yeah, I've, ne- I've, I've never seen it. We should, Ronnie. I told you we already knew the answer. You didn't have to be redundant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel left out, man. <sighs> Gosh, kill smalls, Patrick. Man, that was perfect for you, sure Lucas. To, just, just to get in there, out. like, shut up, <laughs> oh, Ronnie. Oh, you're right. Here, wait. You can put this in, right? Shut up, Ronnie. Just trying to sneak in my airtime here. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? In these moments, I feel like. I feel like you guys are my brothers. I feel like we're family, you know? Speaking of family, that's our topic of the show. 
everybody over with that slow intro. There's <laughs> more where that's coming from, baby. So, you know what? More than our jobs, our families as adults make us who we are. I don't know about you guys, but the more the more I live life as a dad, as a husband, um, in everything I do, I see more and more of my dad in myself, sometimes in good ways, sometimes in bad ways. And it just reminds me of how much our family really shapes and connects us and makes us who we are, no matter how much we love or like or dislike or can't stand maybe some of our family members, they're like connected with us for life um, for the most part. And so this this show, I thought it would be really cool if we all shared a little bit more about uh, our family, our, our family heritage, our origins, um, talk about our immediate family, all those kinds of stuff. So to start things out, let's... I don't know, this is totally off the cuff, and I even forgot myself to research it. I know a little bit about mine, but do you guys know anything about your like your family origins, like the countries your family came from, um, that kind of stuff? Yeah, my mom's dad came from Ireland. He came on a boat from Ireland over to, what, Ellis Island? And he signed a manifest or whatever that is. Manifest? That doesn't sound right. Is that right? I mean, uh, we can go with it. Like that. Sure. I mean, okay. I think yeah. manifest so he, is he, what's on the boat. So he yeah, he that's was right. that's he I'm, was on the register. He was on the boat, so it could be like a manifest or the yeah. register. Probably the register sounds better. So yeah, he he came over from Ireland, and his last name is Lochnan. So huge, like Irish name, Lochnan. and like the Loch Ness monster, right? Like the Loch Ness monster. No, yes. Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh, the Loch Ness. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. Loch Ness monster. I can't hear you when my eyes are shut. Nobody so knows sorry. nothing about a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> we do uh, now. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know my grandfather. Uh, he passed before I was even born, so I really didn't know him. Um, but that's. I think that is the only one that is outside of the United States uh, was my was my grandfather on, uh, on my mom's side. So that's pretty cool. Uh, they get the, the others, uh, my dad's side, they uh, hailed from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and my dad moved here to Cincinnati. So, yeah, I'm a lot Irish. A lot Irish. A lot Irish. A lot Irish and a lot... <laughs> Pittsburghian. I don't, I don't know the percentage. You're like, I'm like uh, 72% uh, Irish, nice. 42% American. Is that math right? That does not sound right <laughs> whatsoever. Nope. Apparently Pat can't math. <laughs> so is it the Irish side of you that can't do math or the Pittsburgh side of you that can't do math? All of the above. Okay, fair enough. All right, Mark, how about you, buddy? Okay, well, with a last name like Boucher, um, I'm, of course, uh, Spanish. Definitely. Oh, I was going to go Chinese. <laughs> no, uh, my heritage... <laughs> Mark Bouchois. Bouchois. <laughs> uh, no, my, my heritage is very French-Canadian. Yes. Um, I'm originally from New Hampshire, uh, which is like four hours to the border of Canada. Um my 
my great grandparents, I'm pretty sure, uh, came from Canada to the United States. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like, I have some Irish on my mom's side, but a lot of my heritage is French. Um, mm. Especially with the region I'm from. So last week, um, I should have let you have done the uh, the beginning intro and the outro, huh? Instead of me hacking. Yeah, it that's up. that's why I laughed as hard as I did, <laughs> and wanted to know <laughs> what it was you actually said. Good to know for the future. Which you never did. You never said that to me, by the I'm way. I'm sorry. I will. I okay. Will someday. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm super duper French. Um. And I have lots and lots of hair to prove it. But, um... <laughs> Thank you for showing. Is that a thing? Thank you for showing us. Yes. Yes. The hairiest people on Earth are French. Yes. Got it. That is a thing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, the more you know. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to look that up. That much. sounds like fake news. Yeah, I think it's fake news, too. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Keep going. Okay, so just going to throw this out there. This is a quote from one of your your uh, favorite movies, Pat. It just popped into my head. Buzz is talking to his friend in the movie Home Alone. He says, is it true that French girls don't shave their pits? <laughs> that doesn't mean they're the hairiest. That just means what hair they have. They leave it alone. So uh, They're pretty hairy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just took an odd yep. turn. Ronnie, tell us about your hairiness. <laughs> dig us out please all right well uh i'm 30 years old i still can't grow a mustache so it's not going so you're really not well, french is what honest. you're saying yep i believe i'm not french uh so my last name johannes is a german last name my dad's side of the family uh, came over from germany um i actually don't know my grandma's side um and what i don't know the heritage on her side and then on my mother's side, my grandpa um, had, a, he was like 50%, or what, 50, 40, 50% like Cherokee. Oh, okay. So he had like a lot of that. So that I have, I have that, which could explain like, like my skin is naturally, I feel like glows red all the time. I was like, well, maybe, maybe that's there you it. Go. But um, uh, mostly German. Like I, I kind of pick up most of my traits from my uh, dad's side of the family and my mom's father was actually adopted so um they had limited information as far as that goes. Mm. but uh, that's that's as far as like i've ever tracked it back i know my dad um like two years ago he did one of those uh whatever it is where they they send you in the mail and you spit in the jar to send it back for that yes. and they tell you like the percentages and stuff of, of what you are yeah. um i didn't see that i didn't see, I, I can't remember the results of that uh but he sent it over and it was uh, it was pretty neat like to look at yeah my cousin's done that um but i've never I've never done that. Growing up, my grandma told me, well, a mixture of my grandma and I think my dad, what I could gather from talking with them, I don't really know when or who or what or how my family got to the United States. All I know is that I'm one part English, one part Welsh, one part German, and one part Irish. And so I've got those four parts going for me. Most of it's covered in obviously the uh, in Great Britain. Three of the four are, are covered there, and then I've got the German swinging in from from the south. Uh, and then that's that's like that's my heritage. Other than that, I don't 
I don't I don't know who came when or how. I imagine there were boats involved in water and swimming and all that jazz. So uh, that's with my family. But you know, with 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 our immediate family, um, I don't know about you guys, but I have a really kind of I don't know. I have a very mixed up immediate family. Um, it it doesn't help that my dad's been married three times, and so uh, I have I have step family, half family, blood family. Um, I got I got multiple grandparents. <laughs> you know, some alive, some dead, passed away. But I've got so many cousins. Like when my dad remarried a third time, um, my my stepmoms my stepmom has I think eight brothers and sisters. And then Whoosh. two of those brothers and sisters have eight or nine sons and daughters. Um, I think in, in, in 1996-97, when I was in high school, we, they all, most of them live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we went and had Thanksgiving there, and we had to rent out a gymnasium to have Thanksgiving. Like, we could not have it in a house. <laughs> it Whoa. was... And there were just so many people, and I did not. That's the only time I've met most of them. Like, that was the only time we had Thanksgiving together. But pretty much how the story goes right now, I have, an, I have a, a dad who's good old blood-related, my original father, as it were. Um, and then I have a stepmom. And then I have, uh, so my dad's name's Chuck. And to give names, I think it's good to, you know, give a little personal information. Just in case one of us, you know, two of us have a mother with the name Martha, then there's a guarantee that we will be friends forever. So why we, you got to bring that we up? Might as well share names. Why, why? Bring what up? What are you talking about? Some people have no, nothing, mother's names nothing. Martha and they love each other yeah, for it. Mm -hmm. Instant friends, regardless yep. of what kind of conflict they had before. But anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> my, mom, my dad's name is Chuck Charles. And, uh, excuse me, excuse me while I uh, clean the salt out of my wound. Okay, okay continue, Lucas. Continuing. So then my, then my stepmom's name is Wilda. And I have a half-sister that's older from my dad's first marriage. Her name's Carly. And then my uh, younger sister is my stepsister. Her name's Ashley. And that's like my immediate family. And most of them live in West Virginia. My half-sister Carly lives in Maryland also. But most of my family's represented in the, the West Virginia, Maryland, Ohio areas. And uh, also, as I've shared in the past, um, my mother, Carolyn, uh, passed away when I was 11 years old. And uh, she came from, she lived in Ohio before moving to West Virginia to live with my dad after they got married. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's like my immediate family, very quickly just to share. Um, how about you guys? Tell us about your immediate family, parents, siblings. I have a similar situation to you, Ronnie, sort of. Um, I actually have, you know, my, my biological dad, his name is Steve. Um, and my biological mom's name is Lois. Um, uh, my, my mom lives up in New Hampshire still, but my, my dad and, uh, my stepmother, I have a stepmother. Her name is Terry. Um, they they live near me, uh, not too far from me. Um, I have uh, well, I had I had two half brothers. Uh, one's name is Bruce. That's my my dad's son. Um, Hello. 
He lives. I'm Bruce. Yeah. That's sorry. That just it's Bruce. That name always makes me think of. I never knew my father. Um, but yeah, he lives in Florida. Um, and then I had a half brother, my mom's son, Matthew. Um, he unfortunately passed away. Uh, I believe he was about 44, something like that. Um, unfortunately he had a a drug issue. Um, so he passed away, um, from that. Um, and then I've got, uh, three stepsisters, um, from my stepmom, um, Crystal, uh, Jackie and Michelle. And two of them are married, um, with children. Um, uh, <laughs> love and marriage. Uh, marriage. Love <laughs> and marriage. <laughs> nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much my extent. I'm the only, I am the only child of my mom and my dad. Uh, um, I feel you, man. But, yeah. How about you? Patrick? Yes, I was going to say, Patrick, how about you, buddy? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm similar situation with you guys. So, uh, my my parents have three kids. I have two older brothers. Well, so, okay, let's let's go back. I have two older brothers. One is from my mom's previous marriage. The other one's from my, well, from my actual dad. Uh, and then I have a younger sister. My oldest brother, he lives out in Denver. Um, and then both of my other siblings live here in Cincinnati. Um, that's it. What else do you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is the end. Do they have names? Yeah. Oh, you want to know their names? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my oldest brother. It would be nice. Oldest yeah. brother Scott. Uh, he lives out in Denver, Colorado. He's one of those guys that actually like thrives on outdoors kind of thing. So he's he's lived in Montana, he's lived in California and Colorado. Anything that has to do with outside, he'll, he's gonna do. Like he was, he uh, trims trees. He's lived in in a tent for weeks in the wilderness because he just wanted to do that. Um, he uh, was just doing a whole bunch of things. Um, uh, outside so he's more of an outdoors kind of guy and then my older uh, then my other older brother uh dave he uh lives here in cincinnati and he is a professional poker player so he goes all around the united states and outside the u.s to go into tournaments whether that be the world series of poker in vegas he's gone to europe he's gone to australia he goes to all different places to to play poker um I don't know how he does it. I don't know if you guys have ever played poker, but sometimes you're, you're playing for like an hour. And you're like, oh my gosh, we're playing poker for an hour. It feels like it's been three days. So, but he does it. He does it. Uh, he does it for a living, and he's able to uh, support his family. And then my younger sister, uh, she um, is currently in between job, jobs right now. She was one of the individuals that had got let go from our company during the layoff. Uh, so, yeah, her name's Abby. So yeah, that's that's my fam. Nice fam, cool. I, I guess I'm up. Yeah, you are. So I have uh, I have a stepdad and a stepmom. So my mom's name is Rhonda. My stepdad's name is Scott. Um, they live here close to me, um, so I see them usually a couple times a week. It 
it's kind of funny. Me and my uh, me and my friends actually like we'll go hang out with them because uh, you know they're they're fun to hang around. Uh, my stepdad Scott has three sons, uh, two of which live in the Cincinnati area. One, uh, Justin, he lives in St. Louis. He's a diehard like St. Louis Cardinals fan, which as a Cincinnati Reds fan is just terrible. Uh, I mean, their dominance over us has been, oh, it's been bad. And then uh, his two sons that live in Cincinnati, one's name is Eric and the other's name is Taylor. Uh, they live here. Some of you may know Eric as Bangle Man from online. Yeah. Streaming oh, okay. with that and those yeah. guys. I've seen, I've seen his and, name. And uh, recently joined the Discord channel. So nice. he's on there. And then, um, so my dad got remarried. Um, my dad's name is Gary. He married my stepmom, which is her name is Lynn, and she has one son who lives in the Cincinnati area. His name is Chris. Um, my dad and uh, Gary and Lynn, my dad and stepmom. Uh, Ronnie, down. sorry to interrupt you, real quick. Can you tell that train behind you to shut up? I yeah. mean, he's louder. Train, he's shut up. Louder than Cisco. Like <laughs> I just hear that train going choo choo. <laughs> Mark lives in like a metropolis here. Oh wait, Mark, is that your train? Yes. Oh, I thought it was Ronnie. I thought because he was talking. Sorry, Ronnie. You Man, don't totally, you totally right not mine. To train tracks and fire Dog, station, police Dog station, house. hospital. <laughs> I just love. I just love. I love the fact that we cannot avoid having a train in the background. Uh, it's like clockwork. I don't understand that. Nice. How often does that, does that train come by? I have no idea. Once a week, we're doing our podcast. Yeah, we're going to start planning our podcast around it. Okay, continue, Ronnie. Sorry. Copy of their schedule. So my, my dad and stepmom live down in, uh, they live 40 minutes outside of New Orleans. It's called Covington. Um, so they're like diehard Saints fans now, which it's a pretty good time to be a Saints fan. Yeah, it is. They abandon our Bengals altogether pretty much. Well. Um, and then they have the one son that lives in uh, here in Cincinnati. His name is Chris. Um, I also have one sister. Uh, her name is Mandy. She lives in the Cincinnati area. Um, so yeah, I have I have four stepbrothers and a sister. But uh, that's pretty much it as far as like immediate family for me. Cool. Well, you know, I didn't. Uh, Patrick and Ronnie, you both made me think about. It. I didn't share uh, real quick. Uh, my dad is a pharmacist. My mom is a kind of a freelance financial person. She she helps churches and. Uh, she actually works for the health department in Grafton and uh, helps with the, the books, the financial things of, of that end. Uh, my sister, my older sister Carly, is an, uh, she contracts with the Air Force and she helps kind of do quotes for future, pro- future research products, projects. And so like whatever she researches, she's not actually allowed to talk about until after the fact, like years after the fact. And so she's kind of shared years later how She's like helped plan budgets and stuff for really cool, like high tech technological stuff. And then my sister uh, works for kind of like an elderly elderly care uh, company while also doing like weddings and makeup and stuff on the weekends. So yeah, just thought I'd add that in just for kicks together. Very cool. Nice. Mark, what do your parents do? I didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, did you tell us what they do for a living? Um, so it's kind of complicated. Uh, so my dad, that was not me. 
That was not me. That that was me. <laughs> motorcycle. <laughs> that motorcycle just came through your living room. Shut up, motorcycle. <laughs> it's like we're doing this. Freaking idiot. Gosh. It's like we're doing this out in the street or something. <laughs> yeah. Yep, we are. Um. <laughs> so my dad, actually, for a living, what he does is he, it's what's called a DX driver. Um, DX standing for dealer exchange. So he basically Sounds illegal. brings car... Not that kind of dealer exchange. Degeneration X. Yes. yes Degeneration X. My my dad's name is X Pac. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> X Pac. Um. So. <laughs> my dad is a DX driver, meaning he takes vehicles. Like and it and brings them to different dealerships, and exchanges them. You know, brings them. You know, like if a certain dealer is looking for a vehicle for their lot or whatever, he will bring a vehicle. Okay. To them. I remember doing those missions yeah. in Grand Theft Auto Four, so I completely understand where you. <laughs> yeah, except that. he doesn't <laughs> steal them. <laughs> oh right, the stealing part. I forgot about that. Sorry. Yeah, he he kind of gets paid to do this and does it legally. Oh, I bet you that's fun. Um, it is. It's quite fun. Um, well, actually, I don't know because that's not my job. Um, but uh, my my stepmom actually is a secretary for uh, one of the. Uh, there, there it is. is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, If you're playing, if you guys are playing GMG Bingo out there, make sure to mark your cards. Write us in. Bingo. Okay. We've we've had the we've had the hat trick tonight. We've had Cisco parking. We've had train. Now we just need the ambulance. I can't believe that didn't happen while I was actually talking this time. (laughs) Is that what it's usually happened in the past, Ronnie? Is when you're talking. I think the earlier two times in this podcast with the dog and then the train in the oh, background, those were both me. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, oh, why is it always me? Your, mom, okay. your mom's a secretary. Um, so my stepmom is a secretary for one of the departments. Uh, it's the engineering department at the school that the university in our town, um, which y- you know, you know what university that is. If you've listened to the previous podcast. Um, but, uh, my mom is is actually uh, permanently disabled. Uh, she was in a car accident mm. a long time ago, and so unfortunately she doesn't she doesn't work anymore because um, that that led to extensive amounts of surgeries and all that kind of stuff. Um, so she's just unable to work. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So that's that's basically what what my family does. Gotcha. Well, uh, Gabriel P. Zero Pavon at uh, I think Gabe Pavon on Twitter. He wanted to know uh, in regards to our families, which fictional family from movies, TV shows, cartoons, or whatever do you think your family is alike, and why? Oh gosh. So to give you guys a moment to think, I'll go ahead and. I saw this question ahead of time, and the first show that popped into my head was the Brady Bunch. Now, wow, yeah, okay, it, it and and it's in part because of the size of the family that kind of merged into my family. 
uh, immediately it wasn't that huge of a, a a bump, I guess, as it were, where you know it was three siblings on one side, meaning three siblings on the other. Um, but my family grew exponentially when my dad got married a third time. But I just thought about how you know it was my stepmom and my stepsister, and then my dad and I, and just kind of us meeting together. And you know, really the whole the whole story of my dad, you know, and I'm not going to give the whole story tonight. But the whole story of my dad meeting my stepmom and everything that transitioned there with, with that was actually very much a God thing. You know, when my mom passed away, um, that, that year afterwards was, it was some of the toughest times for both my dad and I. And uh, when he met Wilda, um, it, it was definitely a God thing. Like God brought her, brought my stepsister, brought them into our lives. Um, my stepmom tells a story about you know, something that I will say from that whole thing is that my, my mom and my uh, stepsister's dad, they both passed away within four hours of each other um, in 1993, mm. I think it was. Um, and they were in the same nurse, not nursing home, the same funeral home together um, during the same time periods. And so like when we were, you know, having our visitations and doing the funeral on one side of the funeral home, they were on the other side. And at that time, my, my stepmom and my dad didn't know each other. And it, it was later that next year, um, they were at a mutual friend's house. And um, my stepmom said that when, after her, I think after she divorced my stepsister's dad, she had had visions of who God was going to bring into her life. And she could never see a face. She never got a name. She only ever got a silhouette. And she said that in this in this meeting, when she first met my dad, when he stepped up to say hello, to shake her hand or whatever, he stepped into the silhouette in her mind that she had always seen. And she knew immediately from that moment that God had brought my dad into her life. And, um, you know, I can, I can testify to that as well, that their meeting actually uh, is really had a direct relationship to me um, beginning to believe in God as, as my Lord and Savior, but, you know, believing in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and taking church and, and the Bible and God's more seriously, seriously in my life was very much in part due to, uh, Wilda and, uh, that side of my family kind of coming to my life. So, um, all, I say all that to say the Brady Bunch, <laughs> even though the Brady Bunch never really got that serious in its episodes, but, uh, it was very impactful. Definitely the, them getting together. Ready to go. Who's next? I gave you lots of time to okay. think, so. Uh, and it still wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I don't I don't know. I don't know who to pick just because, like, a lot of TV families and stuff like that, like, the, the dad is always portrayed as, like, the idiot, like, the bumbling idiot. And my dad is not a bumbling idiot. <laughs> mm. um, gosh. So I have a little bit of an obscure one. It's not necessarily... I have a, a couple of really close friends that I would consider family. And uh, the group we've been running around with here lately, it's me and my two buddies and my newer friend, who's a woman. And uh, my buddy actually had said um, in a text message, just kind of randomly, like, um, yeah, we're like the cast of Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> like the three of us walking around with her and it's like then we started naming it's like yeah that that is that is true we kind of are like that that's hilarious um so so yeah it was it was just kind of a funny little thing but 
not necessarily family, but you know, for for most people, their family and uh, you know their close friends are. Yeah, that train, man. Every time I start talking, it's just a prank. I was gonna go with it. I wasn't gonna say anything, but thanks, Roddy, for bringing it up. I feel like Ashton Kutcher is gonna come out of here and punked. <laughs> I don't think that's that. Uh, but no, it was obscure it was a, of an answer. That's a good. That's a good answer, Ronnie. I mean, Seinfeld has parents yeah, yeah. in there, so maybe there's a relationship. Yeah, Do they live true. in Florida most of the time or half the year? No, they definitely don't. I, I will say that uh, we I grew up like watching Seinfeld with my mom and my stepdad, and they both love the show too. And like they'll yell back and forth between each other, and like I'll call them the Costanzas. Like, oh all yeah, the time. I was gonna say you're <laughs> George like, then, right? And, and yeah, pretty much in the show, they're always yelling at each other, and that's like what's going on. They're oh, just man. back and forth. Her room voice room about nothing. Mrs. Costanza's voice. I can't remember. George, what are you doing? Like her voice is yeah, so <laughs> funny. I love her voice. Even though I would want to shoot myself if she was my mom, but she's not, so no worries. <laughs> Anybody else All got right, one? Well, yeah, I have one, but it's not necessarily my family, but more of my wife and I. There was this show called Whitney with Whitney Cummings and that comedian Chris, I don't know his last name, Delia or something like that. Um, they're both comedians, but... If you've ever watched the show, it's, it got canceled after, I think, two seasons. Uh, but the the dynamic between them two and the way they the way they talk to each other and play jokes on each other and laugh with each other um, reminds reminded me and my wife about, like, the way we act. Uh, there was this one scene where Whitney had, had washed his jeans and... Whenever you wash your jeans, it kind of like shrinks it a little bit. And he comes out and he's wearing his jeans. He's like, did you wash my jeans? She's like, um, did you wash my jeans? I cannot, I can't do my stuff. And he just starts like leaning into the jeans, going, leaning up against the, the wall. I don't know. <laughs> it, is, it is absolutely hilarious. He just like, he tries to put his leg up. He's like, I can't do my stuff. So I'll have to I'll have to send send you that video. But so Patrick, are you are you Whitney? No, <laughs> my wife is Whitney. Wait, didn't you say Whitney is the guy, or is Whitney the girl? No, Whit, Whit, Whitney's the girl. Chris is the guy. Uh, I totally got mixed up. I'm sorry. You're Chris. That's a that's all right. It's got to be wait. It's got to be your bull. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> got it all mixed up. Mark. Okay. You got it. You got it, Mark. I, I think I've. I, Ready. I think I've got one. I think I've nailed Hurry it down the train, as much the as I can. Cisco's gonna. I'm not talking right is... now. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because each and every one of them has their ridiculous quirks, and they're all just wacky as crap together, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Bluths from Arrested Development. Yeah, that's a solid one. And that's the best I can do. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I have a confession. I've never watched Arrested Development, so it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a, it's that's the only thing I do know. I've seen about. pictures and like previews of it. Like I've seen the guy who has blue skin. I don't know if he has blue skin, but there's an episode where he colors colors himself blue. Yeah, for the blue, yeah. he's trying out for the blue man yeah. group. And that, that episode, like a very strange <laughs> television show. I, 
I will tell you, it it is a really funny show. I just started watching it earlier this year, and I watched like a few seasons, and it is, uh, man, it it's hilarious. I laugh the whole time. It's kind of like an off the wall comedy that like most shows I feel like aren't exactly like that. I've heard like it's always sunny in Philadelphia is kind of like a similar. Yeah, I've thing. heard that too. Mm-hmm. Heard the same thing. So I think with all of our families, there are times when maybe they're normal people like in growing growing pains i don't know if you guys watched growing pains growing up or uh or uh, you know brady bunch like where everybody's nice and you know ha 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 and being nice to each other and sometimes your family is like married with children where people are just yelling at each other and crazy um but you know what i feel like in most circumstances that those things happen during the holidays like when things got crazy it was during the holidays Mm-hmm. So CJ Pennington, our old buddy from Facebook, he wanted to know what's your family best and worst traditions during the holidays. So Patrick, why don't you start us out, buddy? Tell us about your family traditions. It can be, you know, it can be your your immediate family. It can be with your, you know, your wife and kids now. But what are some of the best and worst holiday traditions you've you've had to partake in? One of the uh, best traditions that we've started as a family that we've started as with my wife and my kids is we wrap like 25, 24 uh, books and every day in the month of December, we'll unwrap one and we'll read that one. Oh, that's they cool. may be new books and they may be, they may be old books that we've had. We just haven't read in quite a while. Nice. But so, it's something so you're, new. You're, yeah, well, your kids think they're new, and you're like, "Yeah, I got this book for you." Yeah, and what we'll do is we'll go to like a, like a half price books uh, place, and we'll get stuff that's uh, that's cheap. We will get stuff that's like new new to them, but maybe maybe like very like you know, nostalgic for us. Uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap those and we'll unwrap them uh, each day in December, and it's kind of a thing that we do every single night in December. Is one one day my daughter will unwrap one and one day my son will wrap one and they'll alternate uh throughout the month of december so that's a pretty cool tradition that we've started that i really like and enjoy and our our kids like to enjoy as well so that's one of my, the best uh, traditions that i think that we're doing right now cool how about you mark Ronnie, i would say just kidding oh right before the train comes go um i i know i would say um some of my favorite family traditions actually I know it is like Thanksgiving season coming up here, Christmas soon. Um, but it's more of the like the holidays in the summer, like the July 4th and stuff like that when people are able to get together. Um, some of the best times are us, you know, getting like a little campfire going and everybody's sitting around and laughing and like telling stories and stuff. And uh, some of the best and the worst are uh, one of the things I always do is get like a wiffle ball or kick, kickball, go, like, uh, kickball game going on. And... Um, it gets really intense. It always, almost like always, like ends in an argument, like <laughs> over a call where the ball's over the fence or something. Like everybody gets really into it. So it's uh, nice. It's sometimes the best and it's sometimes the worst. Yeah, but it's always entertaining. So I bet it is. I bet it is. Mark, how about you, buddy? Okay, so exploding kittens. Yeah, that's not really the a tradition holiday tradition. Of bobbing like cats. Every... Love it. <laughs> that's not a holiday tradition though it's an everyday tradition like honestly yes uh anytime um 
but yeah probably the best tradition i think actually um comes from my actually my in-laws from from my in-law side of the family uh, which we didn't really talk about um but uh my my wife's side of the family they do what's called trimetry every year um which by all accounts if you really think about it is an excuse for her grandparents to have all all their family come down and basically put up their decorations for them so we right. basically yeah we basically yeah, but they make it but they make it fun though because like they have all sorts of of goodies that they make and stuff and it's always fun to be together and stuff um but basically we help put up all of her grandma and grandpa's christmas ornament or christmas decorations in their house um and 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 basically make it a fun time um so that's that's something I've I've been able to be a part of the past few years. It's always a it's always a good time, and there's always awesome yummy foods to partake in. Um, worst tradition, um, we really didn't have that many traditions growing up. Uh, basically, it was just a matter of okay, we're gonna put our decorations up. Okay, it's Christmas Day. Let's let's have the family over, um, which is always an interesting experience when I was a kid, um, because my my mom's family and my dad's family didn't necessarily always get along, and so sometimes it felt like a oh we got to do this again, kind of thing, but I mean everybody for the most part was civil to each other, but uh, yeah I would say I would say that's the one if i had to call it worst um is is just the fact that like, like oh we got to do this again let's come over to each other's houses and that kind of mm. stuff but i enjoyed that time being with my family yeah i would say for me too that was i think some of my favorite traditions was just how we would split up the holidays every year you know before before i got mm-hmm. married before i even before uh my dad remarried the third time, you know, and I had a step family that I had to, that we had to balance with all the holidays, you know, especially between Thanksgiving and Christmas, Yeah, man, it gets so complicated once you get married and you add even more families to the mix. But back in the day, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed, I just had two sides of the family to worry about. Um, and we would always spend Thanksgiving with my mom's side of the family and we would always spend Christmas with my dad's side of the family. And it just, it just worked perfectly. Like our family up in, uh, up in Ohio, in Perrysburg, uh, Toledo area, in Ohio, they my uncles are like diehard Detroit Lions fans. Um, they love football. They love sports. And so Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving week and Thanksgiving Day, is it's all about sports. You know, I know that Christmas Day nowadays has you know NBA and they try to hit a little more sports. But of the holidays, the sport holiday really is Thanksgiving because you always have the Detroit Lion game. You always have the Dallas Cowboy game. And so watching those games with my uncles was always a blast, even if the Detroit Lions got destroyed like pretty much every year. Um, I think for most of that time, my uncles, you know, they drank enough to be fun. And of course, then as the night went on, they drank a little too much and it became not as fun. But we don't need to name names or talk about, you know. A fine line. Yeah, there's a fine line. And maybe that was probably part of the worst tradition was just the when they went too far with how much they drank. Um but uh, I would just say, yeah, just that, just that 
Thanksgiving and, and Christmas time kind of just, you know, every year we did it the same for so many years and I really enjoyed it. And in terms of worst traditions, I think the worst tradition was that pretty much every July my dad took down the Christmas lights. That's the only mm. tradition I could think of. Yeah, that was always the worst. It's like, seriously, Dad, it's like 90 yeah. degrees outside and you're making me help you take down these stupid lights. Why don't we just leave them on until Christmas? Because <laughs> Christmas isn't like, it's like six months away, four months, five months away. We might as well just leave the lights up and then take them down next year. So... Yeah, we're going to be right back out Yeah, here. we're just going to be out here again in a few months putting them up. So that's probably the, that's the only tradition I could think of that, that I really didn't like. So um, in terms of our current families that we kind of talked about already, uh, as Patrick alluded to, uh, I think three of us are married. Two of us have kids. So we have a little bit of mix uh, of, of families here. But what are your current and future family plans um, going on from here forward. Interested to know. I think, I think I'll start this Do one. Do it. Uh, mine are completely up in the air, uh, obviously. So now, you know, now that I'm single out there and uh, I think it really like the future plans depend on the person that I meet. Um, you know, you think about kids and stuff like that, you know, I think I would like to have kids, but I think I would only like to have kids, you know, under like the right set of circumstances, you know, in, in a good scenario. Uh, where I'm really happy and, and I know they will be. So my future plans, you know, being a single guy now, um, yeah, I mean, they're completely up in the air. And I think it really all depends on, you know, the person that I end up meeting and, um, you know, being with and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, I think for me, um, obviously I'm married. been married for a year and a half now, basically. Um, you know, we're trying to enjoy just being married right now. Uh, eventually we do want to have, you know, at least two kids, um, or at most, I should say, not at least, uh, the most would probably be two kids. Um, that's on a, ideally where we'd want to stop. And apparently, uh, that may happen, you know, the, the two kids may happen sooner than later because apparently it runs in my family. Oh, no, gosh. You tried to come oh, on, I man. thought you were going to say I thought you were going to announce something on the podcast. I was like, what? Surprise! Oh, that would have been no, so no. awesome. No, no. We're not pregnant. But, okay. Um, no, apparently, like, every other generation in my family uh, has twins. Mm. Um, so, like, yeah. So, my, my grandparents, um, you know, they, I think... They, my grandmother was pregnant with twins, but unfortunately they died. Um, they, they passed away. Um, and then, of course, my dad didn't have twins. So apparently it's my yeah, kid. Is. So we may knock, we, we may knock out those two kids Represent. in one shot. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> That's some good plans right there. I don't know. We'll find, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's. That's pretty much where we see things going is is, is stopping it's it good, too. Two's a good number. And two's Eight. a good number. <laughs> yeah. Are you yes. guys looking for like a <laughs> yes? Are you guys looking for like a boy girl or you guys have a preference? Uh, I don't think we really have a preference at the moment. Um, if I had to pick, probably either two boys or boy girl. Ooh, yeah. You're afraid of the too much estrogen in the That's family. It's coming from the classic dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, because if you have two girls and you want to have three kids, you're running the risk of having three Did girls. I, have I told you guys about my friend Tom in West Virginia? Yeah. No. Uh, I think so. I think th- uh, yeah, you were there when they were born. Yeah, right? so... Oh, yeah. that's right. I did yeah, mention that when I got back from the U.S. Yeah, he definitely has four girls mm-hmm. after having triplets a month ago. So, Whoosh. yeah. Oh, I've been gosh. praying for him every day. Please, everyone. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers for my brother in Christ, Tom Snyder in West Virginia. He's living it up, though. He actually said he preferred having all girls than to adding boys to the mix. So, to each their own. I've got one of each, just like Patrick... I got an older girl and a younger boy, and I am completely happy. The factory is closed. I have no desire to add a third to the mix. If a third is added to the mix, that would be only an act of God. Uh, or, no, that would be it. There would be no other options. We're, there's no accidentally adopting a child or anything like that. So we are, we are good with the two. So my next, in terms of family, my next plans are to be is to be a grandpa someday. And so... My, nice. my daughter's already said she's not having kids, and my son said he's having a dozen kids. So let's, <laughs> let's continue my lineage. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Keep that Swisher name. How about you, Patrick? Yeah, just like you, I have an older daughter and a younger son, and uh, two. That's all we wanted. Uh, I think I think my wife at one point says she wanted three. But after we had two, she's like, ooh, no more. This is, we don't want to be outnumbered. I did the same we don't exact want to have thing another. as your wife. I said, yeah, I want three. Uh, and then we had the second one. I'm I mean, like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> no more, exactly. no more, no more. And we both wanted to experience, you know, raising a, a girl and raising a yep. boy. So um, we'll be able to experience both of those things. So we're not looking to have any more. Uh, not saying that's out of the cards, uh, but... Uh, but I'm saying it's out of the yeah. case. I'm with you, man. <laughs> no, no, no more kids. This is my thing with my two kids. Like, my daughter looks just like her mom. She's dark complected. Like, my wife looks Hispanic. She's got dark hair. Yeah. Beautiful brown eyes. Like, she's beautiful. And she has a little bit of my height in me, so she's a little bit taller. Uh, my son is white like me. Uh, he has red hair like my grandmother. But he is as cute and is just a little ball of fiery energy as can be. So my thought is if I had a third kid, how ugly would this baby be? And there's nothing left to give. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to do that to the poor third child. So there's the factory's closed. It's not happening. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild actually looking at the pictures of your kids with you and your wife and how much your daughter looks like your wife and how much your yeah. son looks like Let, you. It's, it's crazy. When he came out with that red hair, my eyes got so wide. And my first question was, Whose son is that? <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, obviously, but it, it crossed my mind, let me tell you. Because <laughs> I just did not see red hair coming. Like, that just, that was totally crazy. So, keeping up with the uh, the future talk, Melanie Novacell wanted to know, and keeping up with the tradition talk, is there a tradition that you wish your family would start doing at the holidays? Uh, is there a, something that you always have good intentions of doing, but then never get around to doing? Like I always pile, pile all these board games in a giant bag for family gatherings to play, and they end up sitting because all we just do, all we do, is just enjoy each other's company and talking and laughing. That we don't ever get around to doing it. It doesn't help that the kids are running around being crazy, preventing us from playing. Laugh out loud, haha. <laughs> so let's for me. Let's hear it. 
Yeah, since my my brother, uh, he lives in Colorado, and I would love to well once a year, or you know every couple of years or whatever, just to to go out and visit him. I've only visited him out there once, and I feel like uh, I feel like I should do that more, but it's just with the family and prices of airline tickets and all that. It just gets kind of expensive to do that. Um, but if money was not an uh, an object, I'd be I would love just to go out there at least once a year to to visit him, because he I mean he he's coming here in December early early mid December, um, which he does on occasion. Sometimes he comes in for Thanksgiving. Sometimes he comes in for Christmas. Um, but he does that, you know. But I would like to do the same thing and move and go out there and, and see him. Cool. Yeah, that would that would be really cool. I think I think the same thing. Like with my dad and stepmom that lived down uh, in the New Orleans area, um, you know, I've only been to their new house one time, so it would be cool to go down there every like couple of years and celebrate Christmas with them. You know, because sometimes they do come in here, um, you know, or sometimes they'll have it, you know, to themselves or whatever. But it would be uh, it would be pretty neat to to go down there and do that. Nice, Mark. How about you? Any traditions you wanna you wanna do or have intentions of doing someday? Um, I would really like to just get out and see more Christmas light displays. I just think it's so fun to see those, like, you know, like the houses with like the huge displays where like they have it synchronized to music and all that kind that of is stuff. Sweet, and... the ones that go to music. Those oh are man, awesome. no doubt. Yep. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Mm, that's a great. Yeah. Actually, you know sweet. what? Speaking of traditions, I don't know. Real quick. You mentioned the lights, Mark, and I can't help but think about, do you guys, when do you guys start listening to Christmas music? The day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Typically for me, I would, I would want to shoot for the day after Thanksgiving. However, the plight of being a worship leader, I have kind of had to think That's about right, it you do. ahead of time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. We started, we started listening to Christmas music, I think, two weeks ago. It's the earliest we've ever started, but I was like, I need Christmas music. It's just... No, my wife, November 1st, there's a local radio station that just like starts playing that Christmas music, and my wife just loves it. She can eat it up. It's her favorite time of the year. So she listens to it, but I, if if I have any say, I would not want to listen to it until after Thanksgiving because they play the same songs over and over again. There's different artists that sing it, you know, um, but one of the cool things, like you said, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, oh, it's cool to actually to hear that. Um, that's one of the newer renditions that I enjoy. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Mark, for that tangent. Did you have any other traditions you wanted to share that maybe you would want to do with your twin girls someday? Taking them to Disney for Christmas. <laughs> no, There kidding. you go. That's a tradition right there. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It's an expensive tradition is what that is. Yes, that would be. <laughs> no, I have that's... to say... Dear, you're not getting that pony this year. We're going to Disney World. You get to go see Mickey. Forget the pony. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I thought of two traditions. Uh, one of them was just like you guys that I I, I kind of wish that I had a better tradition. I actually I wish all of my family that we had better traditions of travel for during the holidays. Like I I kind of wish uh, some family would come visit us in Brazil. I understand completely that it's a, it's so expensive and it is not easy to plan uh, with passports and visas and all that jazz but 
Yeah. I do really wish that we could get like a cycle to where um, there would be a more consistent uh, visits between us. I do know that in the coming years, my hope and plan is to visit the U.S. every two years. And that would be the with the greatest frequency we've ever had. I think we've been here six and a half years and we've visited the U.S. as a family two times. So that's like every three years. I'd like to cut it down to two years. Um, the other tradition that I thought of was more for my immediate family with my kids. Um, we, we really love uh, this, all the major holidays, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Fourth um, of July even. We try to celebrate it in some way, even in Brazil. But one thing that I've thought about, especially in recent years, as my kids have gotten older, they have become so gift hungry. I don't know about you, Pat, but my kids, they are just like, presents, presents, presents. What are we getting for Christmas? And what? <laughs> it's like they are so infatuated. And I, and I kind of feel like I'm going to have to start a tradition of like, at least during Christmas week or around the holidays, like taking one day and just going and giving to others. Like whether it's them taking presents to kids, uh, going to a soup kitchen, uh, doing something where the whole day is all about them giving to other people. I feel like I'm going to have to do that for them to uh, get it in their heads that Christmas is not about presents. It's about Christ. It's about giving to others. Of course, it's about receiving because others give to us. But uh, I, I kind of feel like that in the coming years, I'm going to have to start that tradition with my family for sure to to kind of sure. write, get their perspective going in the right direction, you know. There you go. Yes, that's a good tradition. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that uh, that leads us to the the end of our time together talking about family. Of course, we have lots of other rallies and rellos aka family members that's australian for you to teach you another australian phrase uh word uh we have others that we would like to talk about share about but we'll save that for part two of family and uh as we close things out what kind of good morning inspirational thoughts music dad jokes anything do you have to share with us today guys uh as usual i have some additions to make to the good morning guys morning playlist uh, so I tried to at least grab a couple of songs that were based around some sort of family. Um, and uh, I have to tell you, a lot of them suck. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. But um, we are family. That's, that's actually one of them. That is one of the songs yes. that is going to be going on the list. Um, so, yep, Sister Sledge's We Are Family is going on there. Um, nice. That's a good one. Uh, yes. uh, a song uh, from one of my favorite artists, Mr. John Mayer. Uh, it's a song called Daughters. Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's going on there. I like that um, one. So those were the two. But uh, in addition, uh, I'm also going to add... Uh, so y'all have heard of Mumford & Sons, right? Yeah, that's a family. Yes. yes. That's a family, so that counts. That's true. That's true. Um, so they actually just came out with a new album, and one of the new songs off that album is called Guiding Light, and I will be adding that to the playlist. Nice. So, Cool. cool. There you go. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. 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 All right. Cool. cool. Check. Check. <laughs> Check. Baby, one, two, three, four. Uh, do you guys have any... Uh, just as a maybe as a this will lead into a quick inspirational thought from you guys but you guys if you could pick one thing to be a secret to a healthy family what do you what do you think it is 
What's the secret to what's the secret to a healthy family? There's two things. Two things about two that. secrets. Yes. One is say I love you to each of your family members every single day. And it doesn't have to be provoked, doesn't have to be for any reason. Just saying I love you uh, goes a long way. And two is eat with your family. Eat with your wife, Ooh, eat with yeah. your kids, have a sit down, eating at the table where you where you know put away all of your electronic devices and just talk to one another. Yeah, that's a good one. We my family my wife and kids, we do breakfast and dinner together every day. And uh, we always circulate around who gets to pray. And usually it ends up my son saying it's his turn all the time. And he gets <laughs> mad when it's not his turn. But yeah, having dinner together, having meals together is super important. Yes. For sure. It's a good nice. one. And uh, to jump off of yours, Patrick, I would say don't just say it, but show it. Show love to each other. Hug Hug, hug your family and don't just, you know, do like the pat thing, like patting them on the back or a side hug, like do a good, you need to do a good 10, 10 to 20 second hug with your 10 to 20 your, seconds, Oof. 10 to 20 seconds. Just hold them, hold them like the river Jordan. Just hold them close. Your wife, your kids, your neighbor. No, just kidding. Don't do your neighbor, <laughs> like neighbor. That. but, uh, <laughs> no, but seriously with your family, I, you know, I've, know. I've, I've kind of, you know, when I go now, sometimes two, three years between seeing some of my family members, you know, I see them, I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to get to hug them again. I don't know if I'm going to get to hug them again. So, you know, I think that also goes into a secret, like, like be present with your family. I can't tell you how many times, especially in this day and age where I've seen families, my family, I've been a part of these moments where most of the family's looking at their phones uh, just typing away, doing their social media thing. Uh, be present with your family. Uh, look them in the eye. You know, and I think that's a way of showing them love. You know, you, there's people that you're around with every day, and it gets kind of like, ah, that's my dad, that's my mom, that's my wife. You know, they love me, I love them, blah, blah, blah. And we just kind of get comfortable, and we just use, you know, our, our phones, and we don't really ask each other questions like, how are you doing? What's going on in life? You know, especially with these holiday functions coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, like pretend like you just don't know your family and talk to them, ask them questions, you know, show interest in them and they'll show interest in you. And uh, communication is definitely another, uh, you know, a, a key to a healthy family is just communicating and communicating that love that we have for each other. So, And laugh with your family a lot. Yes. Because I do Play Jackbox. Mine. Play Jackbox, play vomiting kittens, play <laughs> play games, you know. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and also, not only with your family, but with your friends as well. I mean, like, you guys, I consider you more than just more than just friends. Uh, if you want to go back to the Fast and the Furious quote where Dom says, I don't have friends, I have family. You know, like, the thing we do every week you know, you know, all the stuff about family, I've never, you know, I know only known bits, bits and pieces. And we got into the nitty gritty about our families, which is really nice to get to know you guys a little bit better. Um, so yeah, friends are like the old, the old saying, friends are the family you choose. Um, and I'm glad you guys are my friends. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. I'm glad to be your family too. I'm glad you're my family. I love yes. all you guys. So the next time I Mi see familia. you, I better get that 20 second hug. Oh, you'll get, you'll get it. I might even go for a minute. <laughs> oh, jeez. Whoa. 
<laughs> Ronnie, you got any closing thoughts? Or are you good? You know, I had one closing thought, and uh, it, it kind of circles back to Patrick when he, when he said, tell your family, like, love you and stuff. So all of us right around, like, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas time, like, a lot of us have to get with our families, and we're all thinking to ourselves, like, oh, man, these people again. And, uh, like, the truth is, is, like, as crazy as all these people are in your family, like, everybody has all of these characters, like, you love those characters, right? And sometimes you might dread going, you're like, oh, man, this is, you know, I gotta go see all these people, like, these people are crazy. Uh, and then you get there, and you just laugh at the crazy. Because, like, you, I mean, you just love these people, you love the individuals, no matter how crazy they are. So I think, the you know, the whole love thing is... Um, it's just it's funny how it works with family because you don't choose them you're just you're stuck with them yeah that's just that's just the way it is as crazy as they are it's true true story well, bro. that's great true story well that's all we got for this good morning uh remember there are a number of ways to go beyond listening connect with us as a podcast on facebook youtube and twitter the good morning guys or at the gmg podcast beyond that we look forward to talking to you again next Thursday morning or afternoon on podcast services around the globe. Cheers to you, mate. Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J., you listeners, our actual mates and good friends and family. Go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Hope you, ha- hope you have a good one. And no drama day. Take it easy. See you later. And hooroo! Until next week. One, two, three, four! Huru? What's Huru? Choo choo. <laughs> Sorry, I was being the train, uh, Mark's train. Uh, Huru is um, bye. Oh, Goodbye. Sounds like what like Luke, Luke Kang says when he's like throwing a fireball. Huru. <laughs> 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 <laughs>